for English, press 1. For Stan and Bruce, press 2. Thank you for pressing 2. And now, here are your hosts, Stan and Bruce. Welcome to episode 35 of the Press 2 Podcast. Hey, Bruce. Hey, Stan. How are you? I'm great. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a crazy week, right? Yeah, it has. It truly has. I mean, it started off as a crazy year. Um, so I, I think I saw a meme that had like January. Um, it was the siege at the Capitol. February was Gorilla Glue Girl, and then March was Meghan Markle, and you know, Prince, down the royal family. Yeah, and it says just skipping tabs for y'all. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it's like, what is going to come in April? What is going to come in ask, next month? And I so, um, but yeah, what a crazy week indeed. So, so you saw the interview, right? I, I showed did. Oh, for those of you listening, we're in pop topics officially. Yeah. Pop topics. Okay, now keep going. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I watched it. I think I asked you if you had watched it or... But the person who reached out to me and apparently you, uh, Fernanda, whenever it came out, she was like, you guys should talk about it. As you guys may remember Fernanda from our episode 21. Um, It was Fernanda and and Brittany. 21 and another one. Yeah, she was on 20. She was the Zumba queen. Um, Fernanda sent you the same link, I'm assuming, the black Twitter... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so black twitter <laughs> explained the whole interview and if you guys aren't familiar with black twitter black twitter is basically a community of black twitter users <laughs> and <laughs> the thing about black twitter is you don't want to get pissed you don't want to piss black twitter off because they are some of the most they will roast the fuck out of you on twitter and probably <laughs> have you wish you had never got on twitter if you do anything fuck up but they are some of the most funny people and some of them have created some of twitter's most famous memes that have gone viral so black twitter is that collection so she sent me this link and it was like black twitter explains the Meghan markle interview <laughs> and if you saw that link that's all you needed i didn't even have to watch the interview i knew everything that went down from that link and there's no point in watching an interview. I mean, they covered every fucking thing. Someone had the time to go collect all of those those tweets. Yeah. But it was it was pretty amazing. I mean, I'm not really surprised. So you didn't watch it. Mm-mm, but I didn't no. need to. Okay. I felt like I didn't. I got the I got the thing everybody's talking about. You kind of got the synopsis yeah. of it. And then the royal family's racist. Yeah. They were concerned Which about the child you. being too dark. It's not surprising. I mean, you. they're old. They're from a country that kind of. Um, started the um, this whole thing of like, I mean, come on, they came to the U.S. and put people. Ugh, and you know how the monarchy the- started, right? Yes. So basically what it is, is that kings and queens made a deal with uh, basically the priest saying that their family had been chosen by God. And by doing this, that they were going to help people out. So it's kind of like a deal that they have with religion. So that's the only way why these monarchies are in power nowadays now. And so they really, they're kind of not pop. I mean, they're, they kind of have some power, but not to the extent they don't that have how, legal how they power. had before that they would tax the shit out of people, but yeah. then the church was involved in it. So it's a whole, like, it's a scam basically. So 
Those were Bruce's words. Yeah, it's a fucking words. scam. Allegedly. Like, uh, I'm trying not to get sued. Um, <laughs> it's a scam. Like okay. Joanne the scammer Bruce said that. Shit. Bruce, Bruce <laughs> said that, not Stan. So just remember, press through with Stan. Bruce, those are his words, not mine. The monarchy's a scam. <laughs> I, I, well, okay. Yeah, that's like, like the last words. presidency I, was. Girl, oh, okay. so. I will agree with that. Yeah. But um, <laughs> I think it was worse. <laughs> and still continues to be to the brainwash people. But, but I digress and let's move uh, on. He digresses. <laughs> he is he is um, disengaging. You need to watch Real Housewives. You would get that. So there's a new on the new Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. There is one. Uh, I think her name is Meredith. Mm-hmm. And like one of her big quotes is that whenever a, a fight or an argument gets ready to get and she's involved she will say i'm disengaging and that means she's checking out and leaving your ass there to fight with yourself and so, and so it became this big thing but anyways okay so they, they were trying to figure out like two people they were trying to figure out who was the one that made this comment about the baby being too dark they mm-hmm. were concerned about the skin color and you know they said that the queen was exonerated so it wasn't the queen and the only people that were left were three people but i think it's between two so they exonerated the queen and then they said it had to have been either i think her name is camilla that's prince charles's wife his new wife, Prince Charles. Mm-hmm. So it had to be the Prince Charles, Camilla, the brother, um, William, or um, um, what's her name? Kate Middleton. But okay, so it's between four, and I think it's a between three because, you know, Harry said that what? if they told the name, because Oprah asked, because Oprah was ready. <laughs> Just, just you did good, Oprah. You, she was ready. I saw that clip. I didn't watch the interview, but I saw mm-hmm. that clip. Oprah was ready, and mm-hmm. he said that he couldn't <laughs> say anything because if he had said something, it would ruin their reputation horribly. Like you know, like bad. So the only people that people give a fuck about are those four people. And I was thinking that at first I was like, it has to be like maybe Kate Middleton because she's the clean, squeaky clean, pretty. You know what I mean? But mm-hmm. then, but then, um. Um, um, Megan said that she made a comment about her being the nice. She wouldn't have called her. She was gracious about her. You know, she said Kate was nice and was a good like sister-in-law type of thing. You know what I mean? So she didn't say so that I cut her out the list. So it's between three people. It was either that daddy. It was either that daddy's wife that don't nobody like anyway. And or it was Prince William and Prince William, you know, him and Harry weren't talking for the longest time, you know, and he would say like cold words like, oh, we, we just we are on different paths or something. And like, it makes me wonder that that shake up something. And that's the reason that was part of the reason maybe why they weren't talking. I mean, it's one of those three. Now, I'm just saying it dun, here. Dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so here's my take on that whole thing, which, yeah, whatever we this or not, whatever. But yeah, the point is made that we I mean, we've been new that. He said we've been new. Yeah, these people are racist <laughs> as fuck. I he mean, we've been new. He's been I mean, in Jesus. Chicago. <laughs> a long time now. We've been new. Okay. <laughs> what had happened was that, you what know. Was- <laughs> no. So, I mean, just from the trajectory of the monarchs, like, where did they stand? You know, colonization and, you know, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so this is um, not, it's new to people who look like them and don't really have to think about that Ooh. which you know because a lot of people were like i think i was Ooh. watching an interview like it was a british uh 
And she was saying, you know, we are so surprised at this coming on because we we never expected something like that to happen. And then that the, only happens the, in America. Yeah. And then so the person <laughs> that she was talking to was, uh, you know, a black British uh I think person. it was an, also a journalist or whatever. Yeah. And when she was done in the, uh, you know, the girl, she was like, no, <laughs> so, like, <laughs> no, like everybody's known this. If you're not, I'm sorry, but if you're not a minority, like you kind of don't realize this, but anyway, you don't get shocked when you hear stuff right. like this. You, and so you know, the only thing like, that no. the downside that I see about this whole thing with Oprah, Tyler Perry being involved my this is my personal opinion take it however you want but i feel like this is nothing more than entertainment because if we really wanted a good interview we would have had somebody like katie couric going in there and ask the real questions not just kind of like oh are you shading oprah i am shading oprah and tyler perry because you know there is money tyler perry because he was involved and whenever they moved to the u.s tyler perry was i know that had nothing to do with the interview he was the one who set up the interview but he's friends with megan girl you know it's give and take type of shit so anyway I'm taking. Well, I'm this just saying they didn't make any money off that interview. Just by the way, Megan well, when, did not when get she paid. said at the beginning, she was just like, Oprah was like, and just so we can set this straight, you're not making money off this interview. But that's wording, and I'm sure there's some other. Well, oh, I didn't see that part, but I yeah. just knew they weren't making money because they didn't right. get paid. But they Harco said that got paid from because CBS wanted to, but CBS had to pay them because CBS but wanted to. But it doesn't necessarily it. mean that they're making money from that interview specifically. You see what I'm saying? But they, I mean. Anyway, so this is that's just my personal take on it. And I'm taking it as pure entertainment because unfortunately, this is the time that we're living and this is what's making money. And it's fine. You know, well, I'm we're not going to take about that it. as pure entertainment. Her racial issues that she went no, through. I don't, I don't take that I'm as not... pure entertainment, but I'm taking the fact that these issues are you see what I'm saying? So I'm Are you talking about the frenzy around like not the interview, but the people, the public or because that's the only the, the public is making this a big deal. I right. mean, she got on there so and said talk, what she but said. They knew that this was gonna be a big deal. And so when I'm when I, the the issue that I have about it is is that they're taking real issues that don't have to deal with, you know, taking away the fact that they're monarchy, whatever, etc real issues that is still raised like race is not entertainment you see what i'm trying to you see what but, i'm saying but that's your opinion because i guess you looked at it as entertainment but not everybody I, took it as entertainment no because i take and i take like the issue of race it's not entertainment because it's not something that's popular for a minute you see you see you see what i'm trying to say like it's they're taking it as pop culture when race and the issues that we have among race it's not part of pop culture it's an issue that we have i know but i i personally just feel like maybe you're overthinking it i might be overthinking you're digging it but... too much into it i think like you're trying to make this like this i get Which what I'm you're saying Chicago. but i don't think it's that i look deep. at things i don't think it's a deep though like <laughs> She said what happened on a no, national platform, yeah. and I wasn't really thinking of it. I guess because I didn't watch the interview, you need to I watch read it. about you need it. To watch I don't want to watch it because I already listened to Black Twitter. I but already Black heard Twitter, it. it probably yes. No, Black but Twitter I, told me to what I needed it. to know. They but you did. need to watch it though to form your own opinion too. I have my own opinion, and, and I'm I, more disturbed watched... at the fact that she went through what she went through because I felt sorry for her. 
Yeah, because everybody feels sorry, but it's like it's an issue that shouldn't be addressed as pop culture because this is gonna. That's why. Well, I mean, you have what's to blame the media for that. I mean, but how do you expect? But her that's to, what I'm saying. But she has to get it out somehow, right? But what I'm saying is, if we really wanted a true interview and to bring down all of these issues, it wouldn't be something that Oprah would have done. It would have been something that a real journalist that a is real not a journalist. Oh. Yes. Like, Girl, I, 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 somebody Bruce, you know what? There. Oprah could cancel this little shitty podcast we have real quick. So I would suggest that we be nice. But <laughs> like, that's just having my own opinion. It doesn't necessarily it. mean that it. it's true, it. but that's just how I feel I about it. And I wish they pop culture wouldn't bleed into these issues because, but you know, they're celebrities. You, <laughs> I mean, they are celebrities. I mean, at ba- the end of the day, what is that based out on? They're because, celebrities. But why? Because they're famous. What do you mean? Why? But why are they famous? Because everybody knows who they are. That's how this works. Yeah, but it's like. She was an actress. You got to think. This no, girl she was, was an actress. She was so, an actress. But it's just like you're being famous for something that shouldn't. I don't know. This interview did not make her famous. No, I know. But it's just adding to her. And then, you know, there's. Some other issues that really should be talked about. So, for example, what happened with what's his face um, walking off stage because he was butthurt about uh, Meghan Markle, like ghosting him. Ooh, Pierce Morgan. But, you know, so that's another issue that people are not really talking about. Like these are real issues that are somehow kind of being embedded into just entertainment and it's like it's not entertainment it's not there to entertain you it's there to like inform you that need that change needs to be made it's not just like because you know entertainment comes and goes and that's the problem that i have with these things even with like black lives matter how people are doing it to just do it because it's part of they think it's trendy or blah 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 when it's not like that's the problem that i see with all of this it's 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 just this weird fuck mixture of entertainment with real issues. And I feel like if people are, don't have a mindset and yes, I blame the media for doing this. And I blame like stuff like that because there's money to be made. But if the color or the issues that these people are going through, like they are very real. And if we don't address them and fix them, that's the problem that I have with it. So anyway, I'm uh, I'm stepping off my soul right now. <laughs> I'll just say this. I don't disagree with you, but I wasn't really taking this whole interview that deep. That's just what I'm saying. <laughs> like, I wasn't looking at it like, oh, my God, this is like entertainment. I can't stand it. I don't want to see it. No, it's not that. But it's just I was just looking at it more like. I guess I felt for her. So when I heard what was said and what she said, I mean, yeah. I wasn't even thinking about like, you know, what Oprah, who was making money. I yeah, was just kind of like, I felt bad for her because she has to keep silent about this. And then she's being brave to talk about it. And then, you know, like, I don't know, I guess something hit me with this whole interview when they started talking about the skin tone of the baby. And so from then on, I just kind of like, that's where I kind of focused everything. Cause it was just like, who would have said such a thing? And then I was like, really trying to figure that shit out. Who said it? But because for me, sad. I'm like, I would like to know who said it because that's a big deal. Because even within our own community, we deal with stuff about like who's darker, right. you know. Right. And of course, you know, people do make jokes because they go on there and then they say, well, I guess 
I don't know if that's where you're getting entertainment because you go on the Twitter and then you see like people making jokes about like the brown test, the paper bag test, and right. then like, you know, that type of stuff. Right. But. And that's what I'm having the issue with because it's becoming sort of comedic entertainment relief. To and where... I think some people do that to keep from. Well, I can't talk about everybody. I would just say, I think some. I, let's just say black Twitter. I think they may do some of that because this is not new and this is not shocking. And this is not something where they feel like, Oh, we need to be, we're so appalled because this shit has been happening for years right. and, and we've we been this. dealing with it. And so right. I'm thinking this is a way, you know, you turn it, you, it's like, you know how they say when they use comedy as a form of like coping with stuff, it may not be appealing to everybody, but they kind of, if they don't do this, they're going to cry. So, you know, you laugh to keep from crying type of thing. I don't know. I cry in the shower very. I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 why are you crying in the shower? But anyways, <laughs> we spent too much time on them. Not yeah, and important. I mean, and it's not going to be like the end of it. It's going to be something that's going to be talked about for a while. But when you brought over Pierce Morgan, this kind of led me into Holly Robinson. Now, you know who Holly Robinson is, right? Uh, the actress. Okay. You don't what was know she on? She is. I don't know. She was on a ton of shows. I just know her most notably from when I was a kid. She was on this show, Hanging with Mr. Cooper, that came on on ABC. It was on TGIF. It was like a big thing back in like the late 90s and um, or mid 90s. But she's been in like some movies. But her name is Holly Robinson Pete. She was actually on The Talk. You know that talk show, The Talk? Yeah. She was on there in 2010. Um, oh, okay. Yes, I know who she is. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, because she used to watch her sometimes. She said that um Sharon Osborne, who we all know who she is, said yeah. that um basically Holly alleged yesterday that Sharon Osborne told her um or said that she was too ghetto, quote, to be on the talk back in 2010. And then she was ultimately let go from the show. But this came out because Osborne got into a big fight on the talk with Cheryl Underwood, who's on the show. Mm-hmm. over Pierce Morgan and his critique of the Meghan Markle, Markle interview. Because, you know, he had a lot to say. <laughs> and so, It just sounded like a frat guy that was dumped by, that was turned, that, that, was, that said no, that was told no by a girl. That's basically what it is. And then he has a history of like racist yeah. shit anyway. Yeah. And so he's an asshole. Kel, I get Kelly. Um, Sharon is apparently friends with him. So Sharon like defended him. And then it turned into this big argument. And then Osborne started, Sharon started crying um, during the fight. And then she was like telling, like she made it sound like um, that Cheryl needed to educate her on racism because she didn't see how her taking up for Pierce Morgan was racist. And then she felt like their whole, all the other co-hosts was accusing her of being racist. And then later Sharon said some apology about if anybody of color, uh, you know, the thing that they all do. If anybody of color I offended, I do not stand against that. And so she did that little whole thing. And yeah, that's when you brought up Pierce Morgan. That's when I was like, okay, that led into Holly, but that's why Holly Robinson. So Holly Robinson saw all of this and she said, well, I just want to let y'all know that back in 2010, she told me I was too ghetto to be on this show. And if you know Holly Robinson Pete, Holly Robinson Pete is not ghetto, which makes me think that no. she was using ghetto as black. And she was saying, no, she is black and I don't want her on the show. She's too black because Holly Robinson Pete is probably 
on that list of least ghetto actresses in Hollywood. So she is not ghetto at all by any definition. So why would you call her that? Unless you didn't like the fact that maybe she was a little darker than you. (laughs) They are British. So... (laughs) 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 The fact that she's friends with Pierce Morgan says a lot. So, yeah. Um, J-Rod. I don't know her. There's no more (laughs) J-Rod. And I wonder what Mar- Oh my God. Since you said that, I was just like thinking about Mariah Carey. It's <laughs> like, you just said, uh, Mariah Carey's very like, oh my God. So apparently, JLo and Alex Rodriguez, or Alex Rodriguez, is no more. This is a sad wow, day wow, wow. in Hollywood and in Miami, apparently. Do you remember when Je- uh, Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt broke up? I mean, How oh everyone was like, Everybody. I was sitting I was in, in my high car. Wasn't I in high school? school? Yeah, yeah, it was in high school. Because <laughs> I think I was a sophomore. Uh, and so I had to I was, be a senior. Um, I parked. What year was that? Uh, 2004. Okay, yeah, I was a senior. I think so, yeah. <laughs> I think it was 2004. I remember oh I had God. just like arrived to school and they were talking on the radio and everybody was like, I was like, who cares? Oh and then God. I got to school and everybody was just like, all, especially all the girls, they were like crying. There were some girls crying, man. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, you know, they were like that it couple back then. They well, were. Apparently, J-Lo and Alex, they had a two-year engagement and they were together for four years. All of that came to an end. All be- Well, it wasn't all because, but what a source said, what tipped the... What really just got J-Lo going and said, fuck this, was this rumor, <laughs> these alleged rumors that came public back in January. Yeah. Twitter went crazy over Madison LaCroix. If you don't know her, she plays on Bravo's reality show, Southern Charm. Um, she's supposed to be one of the most sought after like hairstylists or something in uh, wherever that town is, Charleston, South Carolina, wherever. They, I don't know. In somewhere, wherever they live. And so she got accused on the reunion. So they had their reunion show back in January for Southern Charm. And Andy Cohen had heard these rumors. So Andy Cohen wanted to get to the bottom of it because people were saying that she was DMing a ex MLB major league baseball player who was married at first. This is at first it came out that this person was married. And so another person on the show, Craig accused her of flying to Miami. This this ex player right now. Okay. He lives in Miami. Now we all know JLo lives in Miami. And so he flew to Miami to hook up with him. That's what this ex cast, this other cast member said. But then she said, no, that wasn't true. And then he said that he called her on the reunion, a fucking liar, called her a homewrecker and said that. And then they actually said the baseball player's name on the reunion. But by the time it hit editing for Bravo, Bravo bleeped it out for obvious reasons. So we never people that watched the reunion never knew exactly who this was. So Twitter, you know how they go, they went crazy trying to figure it out people started coming up with another baseball player no names or name but they said this baseball player did live in miami but he was a fiance of a big star and he was an ex major league baseball player but this was back in february when this was happening so this was all going on so there's a source leaking shit to page six. She says that JLo had, they already had problems. They were having problems in the engagement anyway, but JLo, Jennifer is embarrassed by this rumor 
And this was like the tipping point. I guess this is what really just got things going to where it ended. There's rumors of fake. Oh, no, there's not a rumor. Um, Madison actually admitted to FaceTiming with this said baseball player who is probably Alex, but she said nothing ever happened that she would never, she never had to do anything. But meanwhile, Craig said that there was a non-disclosure agreement signed between Alex and her. You ain't got to lie, Craig. You ain't got to lie. Yeah. His name is Craig and he is running his mouth in me. (laughs) No, it wasn't Craig. It was um, this other one, Shep. That's what it was. It was the other person named Shep. He was the one that said about the NDA disclosure that, they signed a non-disclosure. Madison and Alex Rodriguez did. Um, Jose Canseco, meanwhile, said that he, pre- you know, he predicted this back in January. He went on this rant back in January on Twitter saying that how Alex was going to hook up with a fitness model and that him and Alex or JLo and Alex would break up. And then last night, Jose Canseco went on Twitter and I guess he felt good about himself. <laughs> So he was feeling himself, girl. <laughs> here are some of his tweets. Jose Canseco said, Alex Rodriguez is the most predictable person on this planet. Then that was a going tweet. Second tweet. He told JLo that he was single and that he could be faithful to her. Third tweet. He said that Jennifer Lopez needs a man that would be by her side 24-7 who is older than you are, saying older than Alex and is broke. <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, I fit that category perfectly. I'm your man. <laughs> so meanwhile, Jose's trying to shoot his shot. Then he said that I guarantee you, Alex will be tired and he or he will. Tr- I think he mistyped. He said he was going to try to get a hold of his ex-wife, Jessica, Jose's ex-wife. He said that Alex is going to get in touch with my ex-wife, Jessica, very soon if he hasn't by now. And then he said another tweet. Jennifer, I would fight for you, but I have two torn shoulders and a bad knee from my last fight. And those are the end. If it's those weren't the end, there's more. He said some more this morning and he was still on there talking about like wow. how he he sounds like a very he, self-centered person. Yeah. And he thinks highly of himself. He's on there <laughs> right. like really talking. But even in March, though, last March, not last March, two years ago in March, he was calling. He called Alex Rodriguez a piece of shit his words and then alleged that j-lo was getting cheated on him by him then he was making he was saying that why is he all up in this people's business because i think he well you know they know each other and i think he wants jennifer when in the apparently he wants wants alex Alex rodriguez (laughs) you know wasn't no that was the other guy never mind i don't know but whatever like hey you know you can Another one bites the dust. I That's what know, I took. <laughs> so was that you when I texted you? You said you had just told somebody the same thing. Yeah. That another one bites the dust. I texted Bruce <laughs> as soon as it hit. I was like, another one bites the dust. Because I was really rooting for you, J-Lo. I thought you had finally found the one. You seemed happy. But then if you really think about it, I was thinking about back to the inauguration. You know, when she was out, she came out to go sing. Right. But remember a-Rod was there I was alone. Seeing, I was seeing, but I wasn't watching. Okay, so A-Rod, if you really pay attention to it, A-Rod was by himself a lot. And so I just took it as, well, okay, J-Lo's getting, getting prepared. To, like, she was getting but, ready to butcher without whatever she did. Oh, my like, God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> but I just noticed that 
he was out first when they first came out that, you know, they came out together. But then somebody remember, I told you that one of the CNN people saw him and was like, what's J-Lo doing here or what's A-Rod doing oh, here? Yeah, and yeah, then they yes, were like, yes, oh, yes, yeah, I forgot J-Lo's performing. <laughs> but then I thought about it. Even they weren't. It was something there. I I guess if you read and nobody's going to rewatch the inauguration. But I mean, I just noticed now that I'm thinking about it. I did notice like a loss in connection that wasn't there oh my God. <laughs> hour or years before. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it made a little bit more sense. Anyway, I probably just and think I'm thinking too much, too much into the Meghan Markle interview. Okay, <laughs> well, whatever. It was on TV. Okay. You, uh, first of all, don't even. Anyways, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny, Bad Bunny. Bad Bunny celebrated his birthday this week. He turned 27 on March 11th. And guess who said happy birthday? Cardi B. The Beyonce. Oh, Beyonce. Beyonce. Put, yes, Beyonce left a happy birthday bad bunny next to a photo of him as a toddler holding a cell phone. She put that on her website. As we said last week, you can go to her website at www.beyonce.com. <laughs> Original, right? <laughs> and then so if you go there, she has this montage. You know, she always posts stuff on her website when things are going on. She even gave like something. She said something to Meghan Markle. Like she always does. Like most people that she knows that she's met, like her that she considers a friend, she will post something for them on her website. But you have to go to the website. What a it's, privilege. Not, it's not on Instagram. And so like Bad Bunny got a happy birthday. So that means that she really she sees his talent. You know what I mean? She she sees an artist there because Beyonce is not going to tell happy birthday to anybody. And so then a Bad Bunny fan account on Twitter got hold of it and they went like bananas and they were like, oh, my God, the honorable icon Beyonce (laughs) wished our Bad Bunny a happy birthday or something is said. And then they took like a screenshot of it and posted it. Anyways, I just thought that was cute. That was cute. Now. I'm done with pop topics. Oh, I had two oh, more to mention. Any? Yeah, just real quick. Uh, so I guess one that uh, was trending on Twitter, I guess Cardi B, um, I guess Selena Gomez kind of hinted that she was going to retire from music. Oh, and Cardi did. B, yeah. And then Cardi B said like, no, she shouldn't retire. She's like the sweetest girl. I feel like she needs to go through an edgy era and i would be more than helping her out like <laughs> i bet she like would. i'm just thinking i'm just thinking <laughs> oh like so God. basically she trying to turn selena into a hoe I, but your words yeah. that way but I'm thinking no it. no it's not <laughs> like, hoe it's but you know like hoe is I like know, such ratchet, a powerful ratchet word would have been the no, word. what is i gonna say ratchet like because i don't think cardi b's ratchet well, I mean, it, Cardi B's not ratchet, but you got to understand, like, that's like when you talk about I'm going to listen to some ratchet music. <laughs> ratchet does it. OK, for, here's the deal. Ratchet does not have to always mean negative. OK, no. And like, ho just is, because, doesn't always have to be negative either. Like, hey, ho, <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah, but you didn't say, hey, ho. you said she's going to turn that little girl into a hoe. <laughs> so that kind of sounded a little bad. But ratchet does not have to be a bad thing. Like, I like to get ratchet when I think ratchet music i think of music that makes you want to go to the club like and shake trina, your ass like ratchet trina music or well I, yeah and city girls you know uh, like i you know that's like what i call ratchet but i don't mean ratchet like you shouldn't buy it i mean ratchet like i'm gonna take vibe. my ass to the club and get ratchet to it yeah now, there are some people that fit the definition of ratchet <laughs> we ain't gonna talk about them we don't talk about those people on our podcast but <laughs> Because that, that's both of you, <laughs> most of us are wretched as fuck. 
everybody has a ratchet moment okay it's just like everybody is a bitch sometimes everybody sometimes you can be whole you can have a whole moment that doesn't mean you're a hoe. You just have a whole moment. Yeah. And the same thing with Ratchet, you know? But I just went, I don't know. Anyway, so that was trending yesterday, and I thought it was cute because you know they worked together on the Taki Taki uh, song. They did. Yeah. See, and, and she brought um, it out of her den. Cardi B yeah. knows what's up because Cardi B brought a different side of Selena yeah. out. And uh, but Selena, so like, like I said, because she's gone through some shit, like, um, she's very like guarded i feel like but she's i mean she's doing great things like she right now she's going through a phase where she just made uh she's gonna release a um an ep in spanish because you know like some of her songs before they were so scrutinized in the latin uh radius and stuff because of her pronunciation and so that's another thing that a lot of like trying to prove herself with this one right and so it's a big thing like you think you think there's judgment like like we go through a lot of judgment. Like you, ha- you know. Okay, so you watch Selena, right? I think I've said this. The movie. There's a part where Edward James Olmos is explaining to Jennifer Lopez playing Selena. Um, oh my god! You in this like hate that, for yeah. J Lo? My <laughs> no. god! Whatever. Let me play it again. <laughs> One more time. Hold on. <laughs> Man, god damn. <laughs> All right, I won't be shady for the rest of the podcast. Then. Oh, we know that's not true. We don't want you to stop being shady. I just think it's funny because every time you bring up J-Lo or any... Um, but he says that, you know, whenever you're a Mexican-American, you have to be more Mexican than the Mexicans and more American than the Americans. And that is so true because, like, I've gone through that to where you kind of be made fun of or, you know, the way you talk and stuff. And so she went through that. And so with this, she's like proving herself that like, you know, she uh, she's embracing her Mexican heritage. And I think that's also a lot of things kind of like a thing that sometimes you feel like you're in limbo because you might not be accepted by either because of one thing or another type of thing. And it's like, well, where can I find where I fit in? You know what I mean? So I don't know. Um, But yeah, she just hinted at it. Who knows if she's going to go through a... uh if she's going to, you know, retire from music, um, I would like to see her go through a hoe face. I want to see her go ratchet. Yeah, I want to see her like, like just, some banger club banging type of music. She makes some good music. Like, I know, she does. but like, yeah. it's not like her voice. Okay, she not, doesn't. Here's my thing. She doesn't have a great singing voice, but she has a good voice. She doesn't have the range. Uh, you know, like Miley Cyrus can actually sing. Um, she needs to do a pull of Miley Cyrus. She needs a bangers album, right? She needs like a banger, and because her, I love her for her. I love her tone, like how her voice sounds. I like how her voice sounds. It's just she doesn't have the because you know, there's people who have like a big range when it comes to singing and stuff. It doesn't mean that she's a bad singer, she's just a great recording artist. And a banger would be great because she has that deep, kind of sultry voice, and usually those songs kind of come like that sometimes. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I hope she does something. I would yeah. like to see that. Uh, yeah. I would like Cardi's going to work on it. Yeah. Get it, Cardi. Cardi. Get her, get her out here. I'm with you. <laughs> yeah. uh, but that was one that I wanted to mention. And then the other, I think, uh, I can't remember what it was. Uh, it was also trending, but I forgot. Um, I forgot what it was anyway. 
So we can move on to the next topic if you like. The drag report? The drag report? Are we ready? <laughs> Girl. <laughs> Did you, do you love it or do you love it? I love loved it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. I did it. I finally recorded it. <laughs> yes. Uh, we need a cheering thing like, yay. Yay. <laughs> oh, yay, there it is. <laughs> oh my god. So what do you got for us today, Bruce in the Dragon uh, Did you watch? I did. Oh, okay. How do you feel? Okay, well, let me recap real quick and then we'll go over that. So um, you know, yesterday's episode we see they it was episode the makeover episode. So but due to COVID, they couldn't bring other people out. I don't know if you noticed, that's why some of the guest judges like Lenny Love and um They've been recurring. They've been because they knew they had them in a bubble. Right. So, um, but yeah, so it was a main cover challenge and the make, and the challenge was to challenge each other. So they had a, it wasn't, they had a medium kind of come and tell them like all these things. And then they paired them up based on, uh, what she recommended. So we have, uh, Candy and Mick got paired together. Simone and Utica got paired together. Uh, then Olivia and, um, Denali, and then we had Tina Burner and Rose paired together. So, you know, from there, you kind of see the dynamics that they're working with. Um, I, they had to pair, make each other into each look into each, I guess, a reflection of themselves type of thing. And they had to also teach him how to walk. And I, you know, to me yesterday, that was kind of a little bit of eye opening. Cause I was like, wow, each drag queen does have a like a signature walk and i never really thought about it until yesterday which you know i've been an avid watcher um and avid avid yeah that's the word of the day kids uh brought to you by the number i don't know three three um anyway so we see that and it was it was great i thought it was a um on the editing, we were able to see a little bit more, like, for example, like Tina Burner, she has a personality and it's just not like, I thought it was cool. And, um, unfortunately we did see, you know, there was an elimination and, um, I was surprised by some of the looks, my favorite looks, obviously Simone and, uh, Utica, which before even they started talking about, cause you know, she did the, uh, what was the movie reference? Um, apps. Baps. Yeah. And she, um, you know, Utica didn't want to, obviously nobody wants to do Culture something. Appropriate. Yeah. Culturally appropriation. And she it's something good. to work. Yeah. It's something to be worried about. And even Ruth said, like, as long as you do it from a pace, from a pace, from a place of love, then, it, you know, just have fun. And so, um, obviously they were the winners of the challenge, which that outfit that Simone was wearing, I thought that was fucking cool too. Um, it was like the extra, it was like the muscles, like, mm-hmm. you know, when the skill, the skin yeah. peels and I thought it was really cool. Um, and Simone did an awesome job cause it looked like Utica, you know, basically yeah. when she walked she, the yeah. runway and then, uh, Utica, um, she kind of embraced that Simone personality she did too. Good. I was surprised cause she was so nervous in the beginning. Yeah. And then when she came out there to like, she worked it, she did the looks and everything. Yeah. And popping the collar and just like, cause Simone is a whole vibe, you know, like Simone is this Simone. <laughs> like, um, and you know, what's funny though, is that her and Gigi good, 
um, from last season. They're from the same drag house. Uh, and Simone and Gigi good. Yeah. Okay. And, um, so I was, I was reading about that and they moved, they all moved to LA and so they're kind of LA based right now. Uh, but man, those kids, those, those kids are, yeah, they're (laughs) like creative as fuck. Like I was going through some other Instagrams yesterday and there's some cool ass shit that you're like, wow. Um, but anyway, yeah, so they're the winners, um, and the losers, unfortunately, uh, were, um, Denali and, um, Olivia. And so what did you think? I was sad to see Denali go home. Yes. But I was sad. wait, let me start over. I was sad to see Denali go home and I thought it was kind of messy because Denali did a good job at dressing Olivia and but it seemed like she it just sucks because it was a team thing and and that's the reason I get it but at the same time it kind of sucks because she did a good job and she went home but I guess the lip sync like they say lip sync for your life and so I guess but the problem is I like both of them so for me, I didn't want either one of them to go home. Yeah. <laughs> so it's not like I wanted Olivia to go home instead of her. I didn't want yeah. either one of them to go home. I thought it sucked that the, both of them had to be up against each other, especially after they had gotten so close <laughs> during know, that episode. that's always kind of how it happens yeah. on Drag Race, though. So that's a little bit pretty. It was just like, I, I like after they like bonded and then they had to go home. And yeah. it was just like, but, you know, at the end of the day, I looked at it like this. It One of them was going to go home anyway. And it, it's not like there are losers on that show. They've already been on there long enough to they have a platform. Yeah. You don't have to win. We've always anybody that watched Drag Race knows you don't have to win the season to be the biggest star. Denali right. can still, but it's just about getting a title at this point. And so I don't feel sorry for her. I hate she didn't get further, but at the same time, you're gonna see her. Her name is gonna be in light still. She still won <laughs> yes. in life. She's winning. And so it's just, you know, and she'll be back on a on an all-stars probably. So it's all good. But yeah. I I hate I just don't like the fact that I won't be able to see her anymore this year. Yeah. <laughs> so, she was pleasant. Uh so and you know, as good. a fellow Chicago I uh, as a fellow Chicagoan, I guess. I think that's what they call you guys. Yeah. Twitter <laughs> yesterday is like Chicago's morning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I was thinking yesterday because what you said that Denali did such a good job and Olivia didn't. Because yesterday was the first episode that Olivia accepts that she's a little bit of a diva. She calls herself the nice diva. Um and so, or no, or appropriate or polite, that polite diva. Polite, yeah. yeah, polite diva. And so um, we see that yesterday. And so what I was thinking was at the end of the day, as LaShawn Beyond from season three, four would say, this ain't RuPaul's best friends race, bitch. So was Olivia playing the game by not making Denali look as good and putting her in a gown knowing that she won't be able to dance in a gown, but Olivia knowing that she was going to deliver a great lip sync. Was she playing the game? I don't know. 
I have to rewatch that episode anyway because I was cleaning at the time and I, <laughs> I missed at I I missed I caught when she was crying and I got why she was crying, but I missed what led up to it. Yeah. I was like, I'm not even paying attention. I need to turn it off before I get too far. Yeah. And um, yeah, I but it wasn't something it. that was mentioned either. You have to listen to it and you see like whenever she does crack out like, oh, this is this is him. Like the real him. He's he, and that's just, he's so shady, but he's yeah, he's, he's good looking. And so it's like hard because you it's just his and personality. He makes a lot of his looks because he went to fashion school designer. He's he's good. I mean, yeah. but I just like I I, I know if I just met him in person, I would be nervous around him. Just keep watching. I, he's like really shady, so I would always. And be he's like gotten so much hate on social media. I don't. I understand why because if you go in just looking at what I saw, he seems kind of like a mean girl. But but I don't. Uh, I got to see more though because you know yeah, I'm only in episode you four. Watch more. So, uh, but that, I'm just saying from the first four episodes, he seems kind of off putting where because he's kind of mean. But then at the same time, when he started crying, I said, that's why he's mean. There's something else yeah. in there. But then at the same time, I want to like him because he's kind of a bitch and I like it. Like, <laughs> I, like I want to be his friend, you know, like, you know, you always want just that keep bitch friend. Keep, you don't want them to be yeah. a bitch to you, but you don't mind them being like bitchy. To other you know who I like and a lot of people didn't like um, uh, tea or coffee. I like uh, her too. I, I like when they her. were they asked her like what when I like when um uh so the episode I did see um what is her name Judge hello rude, rude. rude. Michelle <laughs> Michelle Versace. when Michelle asked her like do you know what I'm gonna say about your critique and then she was like yeah you're gonna say that it was well put together like how could you and it was so funny she's wearing that green looking Christmas dress (laughs) he was like you're gonna say it's well put together um it's the best look you've ever seen (laughs) and that I need to change my makeup or anything yeah it was the opposite of all of that he said so that's what made it funny for those of you that don't know what we're talking about Uh, but yeah (laughs) I like tea coffee and a lot of people didn't like her um um, I don't know why, but she, that was the lip sync that she went against uh, Astina Mandela. And Astina was like, I am the uh, lip sync assassin of the season, blah, 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 blah. And she was sent home by Tia Coffee. <laughs> like, that's why a lot of drag queens are like, don't ever say that anything that you're good at because yeah. that's the episode that you're going to go, go home. And <laughs> so, they air it. You know, yes, production makes sure. They are that, so shady. They do that. <laughs> <laughs> they do it on all shows. Like they um, do, yeah. I saw it on Hell's Kitchen last week. I don't know if you watched that Hell's Kitchen. I've seen that, but it's a clip. One of the chefs was in the bedroom, like with the other chefs, and he was like talking about, oh, how he has it easy. Like he go, no, he's like, I don't care. They could send me up. I'm always staying. But he was so cocky in that episode. He took his ass home. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. Um, I think that's about it. It was a good episode. Uh, you know, somebody else went home, and yeah, we'll see what happens next. okay one more thing so i don't know if it and like so i think it was between episode three and four or maybe it was after episode four i don't know it was i can't remember who said it at this point are you talking about us or uk UK, and they were like um i think it was coffee he might have been like they were happy the other person he goes at first the other person went i I can't even do it right it was so funny because he was like basically saying like he shaded one of the other queens because he was like, there are two people up there and he was needed to go. No, he goes, he was a threat. Like she was like, I'm so glad we had an elimination because this other queen was a threat. And uh, the other one was 
here. <laughs> you, have, you know what I'm talking about. Yes, I just yes. can't remember who they were talking about. It was so funny. I saw that. But any, they have good shade on UK. Like they yeah, have, they they're, they're really good at it. But okay, here we go with the reality report. We're talking all things Bravo this week, and so Lisa Vanderpump. No, Lisa Vanderpump, right? Yes. Okay, so Lisa Vanderpump, apparently her restaurant is in uh, in trouble. She has a restaurant in Hollywood. I think it might be in WeHo, actually. Um, it's called Pump. I think it's in West Hollywood. Um, it's been suspended for owed taxes from her and her husband. Apparently, they owe a bunch of taxes. Um, her and her husband were called out for not paying the restaurant's fruit and vegetable bill. Girl, guess how much this vegetable bill was? Do I want to know? It was a hundred thousand dollars. Oh my god! For fruits and vegetables, just to, for the restaurant. That's how much they owed. Um, Girl, go to Aldi. They have some good shit at Aldi. But imagine you're trying to stock up a restaurant. Does it cost that much, oh, man? To stock so up like, a restaurant, man. Yeah, damn. depends because also the quality of. Okay, I thought it was personal. Sorry. Uh, no, then <laughs> no, yeah. it's for restaurant. Yeah, like okay. So depending on the quality of the vegetables, like yeah, if they're all how, organic and yeah, then, like, like how that many, shit, because you know, like and you gotta keep buying it it doesn't have a chef yeah. life you know what i mean right. like that's just so like oh. a regular tomato will be like 89 cents an organic tomato is like a dollar 89 yeah yeah so makes sense so yeah and then lisa renna um posted the reason i brought this up so lisa renna posted this thing on twitter basically making she posted it conveniently at the same time this story broke hmm. and it was of a live Andy Cohen uh, Watch What Happens Live show where they had the whole cast of Beverly Hills and they had a, actually a studio, a big audience. It was like a live show. This show is filmed with like, a live audience. <laughs> but it was like bigger because his normal show is live, but this was like a big one. It was almost like they were at DragCon, uh, not DragCon, <laughs> BravoCon. It was almost is like there they were such Bravo. a thing? Bravo yeah, they, have a, they just started it right before the pandemic. Oh. So I think the first one was in 2019 and they couldn't do it last year for the second one because of obvious reasons. But yeah, they have a BravoCon where they invite all the stars of all the Bravo shows and you can go there and meet them and do all of that. And so they did this and then Lisa made this comment saying something about like how um, she told Lisa Vanderpump told Lisa Renna that she needs to go back to selling diapers and and uh, something else because Lisa Renna did like Depends commercials or something. So then Lisa told her I made more oh, money right, selling diapers did. than you did at your <laughs> restaurant or something. And then that's when every the audience went crazy. Like, Oh, like, you know, and so Lisa Van Renna posted that today <laughs> after the story broke that her restaurant got <laughs> shut down because so it was a shady moment. Um, Eva Marcel, you know, Eva top model diva. I brought this up because oh, you, the one with the tarantula. I loved her. Top model diva, yes, Eva top Marcel. model. Yeah, you know yeah. she was on Real Housewives of Atlanta for about three years. And oh, she, she was. Yeah, she was on there for three seasons. Oh, she, came, she joined. She left the cast actually this past year, so she wasn't. She was on last season and then three years before that. Look at her working. But she, you know, they got rid of her because she would. She didn't. To be honest, she just wasn't. She was always pregnant on the show. I don't know. She just wasn't <laughs> like she. You, she couldn't do like she was. She had like two kids on the show, and like her two or three years, she was on there. She was pregnant, and there's nothing wrong with being pregnant. But don't go on 
Real Housewives being pregnant. You're boring. We don't want to see you not drinking, looking at everybody else, not going to all the events. Every time they went somewhere, she stayed home because she was cramping. Like, it was always something. You know what I mean? So, like, I'm just saying, like, if you're going to do reality TV, don't be pregnant until do that stuff before and after. But, like, you're going to get canceled. Everybody that stays pregnant on reality TV never makes it. She was pregnant for two seasons. So they got rid of her for being boring. But she's not you boring. You everybody. Don't get huh? pregnant because you will get canceled. You will get canceled <laughs> off of reality TV show like The Real House. I'm just saying. Unless you you're pre- 16 and pregnant because yeah, you will not get canceled. <laughs> but I mean, you could be pregnant and go on there, but you can't be every season pregnant and you're not, you're not, you know, because when you're pregnant, you're not going to want to be at the. Where Unless the, something happens with the baby, then that's good. And that's TV. a storyline. <laughs> yeah, that's so a fucking storyline yeah. right <laughs> Oh, my God. So anyways. <laughs> I brought this up because, you know, we were talking about Janice Dickinson. Well, yeah. you know, Eva Marcel said that when she won Top Model, she didn't get all the praise that she should have got. And she said that Janice Dickinson, quote, told her to get a nose job. And Janice, this is the words that Eva said Janice told her. Now you can take your money and get your nose fixed. <gasps> yeah. And I believe it because we all know how Janice is. And we talked about that last week. Giga. Uh, yeah. I'm not surprised. She mentioned something, though, I think during that season about her nose, that she was self-conscious about her nose because... Part of uh, Janice had told her off camera. Probably. I think, it, I think they did air it. I think they did air it. You can go back to H. Uh, it's yeah. on Hulu. Like, I think every season... Or yeah. Netflix. I don't know. One of those. Also, by the way, I got Discover Plus and Paramount Plus. Okay, so I'm gonna need your password for Discover Plus because there's some 90 day fiance. I'm sorry, there's some 90 day fiance stuff I want to see, and just send me the password. Like I'll have to change. I'm it. writing it down so I can remember. Yeah, you might have to change it from whatever you put it like whatever you use. Change your password and send me the one that we can share. You know, I want to see. You know, I want to see Discovery Plus because that's where all the 90 day fiance stuff is. It is so confusing, and I've like, been waiting on somebody to get it. So I'm so glad you got it. I'm sorry, sorry about it. Hashtag ghetto. Don't give a fuck. Anyway, <laughs> Jim Shaw from the Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. Oh, are you saying something? I'm sorry. I got excited. Uh, no, go ahead. <laughs> Jen Shaw from the Salt Lake City. Um, apparently, she just uh, did a cease and desist letter over some leaked audio that just got leaked on Twitter. Apparently, she was cussing somebody out. So Salt Lake City just had their reunion and Jen Shaw had this dress. Apparently, the dress almost didn't make it because... At the last minute, there are some issues. So Jen Shaw has like this group. She has this entourage that she calls the Shaw Squad. It's like a group of gay men, gay guys, young gay boys that they all like work for her. They like do everything for her. And like so apparently she got caught yelling at the Shaw Squad. Koa Johnson, who built who he's not part of the squad, but he um, the design, the dress. He got um, she said that she was going to beat hit beat the shit out of him. <gasps> allegedly is in this bash. audio. You can hear Gay the audio it's on Twitter. But she said she was going to beat the shit out of him. And all because she was running late. <laughs> the dress wasn't going to make it. So she blew up. And if you've seen Salt Lake City, this is their first time. So Salt Lake City is new. So they only have one season. Jen Shaw blows up a lot and she goes like crazy when she takes it from zero to a thousand and like less than a second like she just goes over the top so this 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 audio doesn't surprise me because i've seen her on the show but she also yelled at somebody that we don't know who she yelled at but she said get your shit bitch i don't care 
you have a fucking place to lay your head. No, she had, you have a fucking place to lay your fucking head because you're in my house. Don't be disrespectful. Sounds like she's talking to a daughter or something. <laughs> she's, she doesn't have a daughter. She has some sons. She has an eight son. Talking she, to her cat she was not or... talking to her son. Like <laughs> um, so I don't know. So do you remember um, Bling Empire? Yes. Remember I talked to you about it, that yeah. show on Netflix. So Kelly Mee Lee and Andrew Gray have broken up after five years. Anybody saw Bling oh. Empire? Kelly is the girl that was dating the, the actor and they had this dysfunctional relationship where he was always like blowing up and yelling at her. And then they broke up on the show, got back together. They broke up a month after they were talking about having babies and talking about getting married. So I don't know if they're really going to be broken up. But she didn't want to get pregnant and canceled. <laughs> and... <laughs> Yeah, so and you know he's a former Power Ranger, right? This Andrew Gray. Was he, he the yellow? I don't know which one. The yellow ranger was because you know, wasn't it? Power Rangers were kind of racist too. Yeah, the Black Ranger was black. Yeah, the Asian girl the, was like yellow. The right? Asian was yellow, and yeah. No, Andrew, I don't even think he's he was even um, Asian. I don't I don't know what he is like as far as like ethnicity, but. Mm. He was a Power Ranger and it wasn't like on the original. He was on one of the newer Power Rangers, you know, after we grew up. Yeah. But he was a Power Ranger former. And yeah, she got rid of the Power Ranger. But she's going to oh, well. get her uh, Batman or something now. So you remember <laughs> Stacy Schroeder? Stacy's mask. So Stacy Schroeder was the little heifer that got kicked off of Lisa Vanderpump's show for being racist. Mm. I don't know if you remember that scandal. It was out all in all the media. She got kicked off of Vanderpump. You mentioned it. Vanderpump rules. And they canceled her real quick. She got canceled the fuck out for being racist. She apparently, um, these are some of the things that, well, I guess she's speaking out now saying that if she wasn't pregnant at the time, she would have turned to drugs and alcohol during her scandal of racism. I don't feel sorry for you, boo. But anyways, you know, she was in trouble for denouncing the Me Too, the Me Too movement. She called herself Nazi chic. She accused... Oh, my God. Yeah, she accused this uh, other co... co, co what are you... Other girl on the show with her on the... Uh, I think her name was Faith. Faith. Faith Towers, I think her name is, who is black. She accused her of committing a crime. This is how it kind of broke. That's what got her fired. She accused this black girl of committing a crime. Meanwhile, the black girl didn't do the crime. The crime never even happened, I don't think. There was no evidence of anything, but she accused this girl in the middle of the country going through police brutality protests. She was she lied on this innocent girl about her stealing from a store or something. And the girl never did it. So that that got backlash. Then she complained about the black community wanting representation in film. They gave her a diversity teacher, which apparently didn't help. Um, after all this scandal broke through, she needed a teacher. How do you how who the fuck needs a diversity teacher? You that racist where you need a diversity teacher to teach you about diversity. Like, I mean, come on. She lost her podcast. Her podcast got dropped from all the platforms. Her manager, her agent left her. She lost branding sponsorships and she lost her. Yeah, she lost everything. And so now she has a baby. She's trying to get work. She needs income, but she's been canceled. And I guess that's why she's doing this interview. I don't know. She that's why she's doing this interview about like her turning to, um, I mean, I don't care that you need you were going to turn the drugs and alcohol because you were a racist and got called out on and they got canceled. I mean, choices, girl, choices. I, I, I don't know. I have some things that I want to get off my chest about 
stuff that needs to be mentioned. Okay. A friend of the podcast sent me a text saying, or a message saying, I need to watch a show called Search Party on HBO Max. And I'm kind of upset. Not that he sent that to me, because I enjoy, I am enjoying this show. I'm kind of upset that I'm enjoying this show. And I'm like wondering, this show's been out for four years. It's in its fifth, fourth season. I think about to go to fifth season. And I'm trying to figure out why is a show this funny and this good? Why am I just not finding out about it in 2021 when it came out in 2016? And I'm trying to figure this out. It's like, are my friends watching this show and not telling me? Like, you ever felt that way about a show where you just see the show and it's like, it feels like everybody's been watching it except you. And then you're trying to figure out how did you go this long without knowing about it? And then you wonder now, are your friends watching it? I think you're reaching for something that's not there. I think you're being a cunt. <laughs> Anyways, um, I just want to say that this show is good. Like, it's really good. You need to watch it. What is it about? It's about this girl that, okay, it's about this girl and her friend, three friends, two friends and her boyfriend. Well, anyways, in the first season, this girl goes missing, this other girl. And so she becomes obsessed with like this girl going missing. She didn't even know the girl. She went to, she had a class with her in college, but she's like making it seem like, like she's like all obsessed she's with this girl. It like it was like she best was friend. best friends, but yeah. She, yeah, like she's like obsessing about this girl being missing. Like in the whole time you've, well, I'm not going to spoil it, but the spoiler Okay, it's been out for four years. Firstly, spoiler alert, the whole time this girl isn't even missing. She's like running away. She's some rich girl running away, trying to change her identity or something. And like, it was kind of like, and this girl has been going through all this shit. They murdered somebody in the process. Oh my God. Like, it is black, dark comedy. Like, but it's so good. But it's like. Okay, I will try to. You need watch. to try to watch it. And the episodes are short, they're like 30 minutes. Okay. And um, it was like eight episodes, I think, in the first season. So I watched it today and yesterday, and I finished the yeah. first season. So I'm already in season two. Um, there's a couple of shows that I do watch, and I I don't know. Whenever you find a show, sometimes you kind of want to keep it to yourself, thinking that nobody else watches this, but probably a bunch of people are watching it and doing the same thing and not telling other people so that's until it blows up. With this. Yeah. And so like, I don't know, I have a couple of shows that I do watch, but um but you're like not that. Okay. No, I mean I'll tell you, but I know you probably not wouldn't be into it because of the type of comedy that it is. <sighs> you told me that WandaVision was on Yeah, I finished watching WandaVision. But you told me it was on HBO Max and I kept searching and I didn't see it. Is oh this? my dumbass, uh Disney Plus. You bitch, you did that <laughs> shit I on forgot. purpose. No, I didn't. I was high. Uh, uh I was <laughs> Jesus. Did you hear him telling on himself? <laughs> oh, God, I was like searching for it two days ago. Like, what the fuck, Wanda? I was like, am I spelling it wrong? I spelled it W A N D A W O N D A. I was like, I spelled it W H A N D A. Like, W N D Wanda. And I was like, I was like, Bruce either lied to me or he got his what HBOs you text confused. Me back? And you're like, I can't find it. I don't know. Because I gave up and I started watching something else. Because I was like, fuck this. I think that's when I started watching Drag Race. No, we'll see something better. Well, anything you want to mention that people need to like look out for this week or TV um, shows or. I don't know. I really don't have a lot on my lineup that I need to watch. Um, oh. Just uh, St. Patrick's is this week. Oh. Well, Drink. Bruce is going to go see the green water this week, so he's excited. I hope so. You, so, you could mention that. The river if you're here. in Chicago, go see yeah. the green river. 
It's actually a really pretty day too. <laughs> We're almost out. Social media. Uh, yes, we are on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and YouTube at Press Two Podcast. Uh, you can follow us, comment. <laughs> <laughs> like don't say it um yes we are there um we also have a hotline that nobody calls you know i was thinking you know about, wait hold on hold, hold on. on hold on hold on hold on i was thinking I bruce was is thinking. about to go off hold on yeah this is how we know when bruce is about to go off because he stops and he goes you know what it was just like the girl scout cookies you know what <laughs> somebody wants free girl scout cookies <laughs> so Come on, Bruce, let it out. What is he about to say? <laughs> no, I was going to say that maybe instead of just randomly calling in, maybe you can call in and tell us something about something positive about uh, that you did to help somebody else. Or oh, maybe. No, that's bra- start yeah. Or maybe brag about somebody else, kind of like whenever people call on the radio to like tell somebody else something and then we can like be like, oh, yeah, I mentioned it to you and blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Just maybe a thought since nobody's calling because they don't want to suck. (laughs) I don't know. Anyway, so what's the number? I don't even feel like giving it out. Fuck them. I'm just saying. It's 832-390-0279. Again, that's 832-390-0279. The Press 2 Podcast. Open 24-7. Call me now. Um, it's yeah. a great show, Bruce. It was fun. Um, you don't sound like it. I think you just like antsy to get out and go drink your green water. So, you know what? <laughs> Fuck you. Yes, fuck I want to go water. drink. Yes, I want to go drink uh, cooler or car coolant. What is it like? Oh my god! You know that thing? Are you gonna have, have green it? beer? Uh, I don't know if they. Ha- you know, I never had green beer actually. I had green margaritas. Yeah, it was. They did that at a brunch for St. Patrick's. Isn't that so lime? Was, no, it, it. I think they just put food coloring in it because it didn't oh. taste any different. But it was like green margaritas, and it was at a drag brunch actually on a Sunday. <laughs> yeah, uh, I think the closest there was a called drink antifreeze at this one club, and it looked like antifreeze. And I was what like, was "This is an antifreeze, blue? right? Huh? What color is antifreeze? Is that like green? It's green. Oh, well, there's a blue one too. Oh, do you? Okay. Then <laughs> that windshield washer fluid too. Like that's blue that's blue. Green. That can be green too. Yeah, I've seen I've seen it. Orange. So weird. They're just like right. playing with the colors. Anyway, <laughs> they're just playing with our emotions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, have a good weekend and I will talk to you next week. Bye. Ciao, Bella.